Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Daily Tea, where we tell you what's hot and what's not. I am your host, Eric Gaska, alongside uh, my co-host and good friend, Andrew Brown. What it do? What it do? How are you, Andrew? I am great. I'm really bored. Um, There's nothing to do. But happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. You're very right. Single dads. Y'all out there killing it. (laughs) The single dads. (laughs) Well, to kick things off, we're gonna start talking about the what's been hot for the last about last couple of weeks. We can say uh, coronavirus, COVID nineteen. How's that treating you, Andrew? Oh, you know, Miss Rona, she out here doing her thing, ruining lives and whatnot. <laughs> oh, here in Texas, we went through phase one and phase two within the last week. Um, it was phase one was just getting the non-essential businesses open. But now they're starting to, through phase two, they're starting to open things such as barbershops, uh, salons, nail salons, anything that, that would involve the public is starting to be opened. Uh, how's, how's things in Arkansas? Um, it's kind of the same. Like, they didn't really do much for us. They didn't put us on, like, a lockdown. We didn't have really any rules or regulations. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing is, like, they just were like, oh, just social distance. And yeah. nobody here really listens. <laughs> but some places take it more seriously than, like, others. Because, like, in Russellville, the Walmart there, they, like, ha- they are making people, like, wear masks or you can't go in. Yeah. At the Clarksville Walmart, they don't care. They just want you to, like, social distance, you know. Uh, so what about, like, like, malls and stuff? Because I know here here in Dallas, like, all of the stuff closed down. Like, that we had, like, a whole, like, what was it? For like twenty five, anywhere from like twenty five to thirty five days, where it was like nothing was opened, like only like fast food places, well, food places in general, or big stores like Walmart, supermarkets, stuff like that, the essential stuff. You can say. Yeah, the only thing that really closed here are like smaller town, or not smaller town, sorry, <laughs> smaller businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, they kept open some of the clothing stores, uh, like Factory and Hibbit. Oh, okay. Um. But yeah, for the most part, the only thing that really closed was the salons and the smaller businesses. Anything that would gather a small, like, amount of people, right? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I wish it was like that here. Like, there was, I still, well, I went to the mall a couple days ago, but it was just to get something for my mom. And it was like, I probably saw about 25 people at the mall. Really? Yeah, it was. It was None dead. of the malls in, like, Little Rock or, Fay- or like, Fayetteville are open. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday, they did open the TJ Maxx in Russellville. And TJ Maxx, Hobby Lobby, Belk and Pets were the only stores that were open. Oh, and Five Below were the only stores on the Strip that were open. And uh-huh. for TJ Maxx, they had a limit as to how many people could go in at one time. And it was okay. 456 people. And so when I got up there, they, I had to wait in line. And the girl was, like, just explaining it to us. And we were, like, yeah, like, that's fine. We get it. Like, we're in the middle of a pandemic. You know, like, it's no big deal. So we finally get in there. And the bathroom, okay, like, you walk in and it's, like, a square, like, building. And the bathroom is in the back, like, right-hand corner. And then sure. in the front right-hand corner is where the checkout is. And the line to check out started at the bathrooms. Oh, my God. Yeah, so... 
there were like, well, I would have turned around and gone home. I know. I literally was walking and we were looking around and just I was like, ooh, like I could get this because I'm redoing my bedroom. So I was like looking for bedroom furniture and like just small stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I realized how long the line was and I put everything back and I took my happy self to Hobby Lobby and I just did it all there. <laughs> yeah, I, I I went to Sam's uh, during the week too and it was uh when the when the everything first started going down there was like so many people of course like it, there was still the social distancing stuff but it was like oh anyone could be in the store like you didn't need a mask and stuff you just stay six feet apart but now at sam's there like i think it's like 25 people in the store at a time oh wow and just like sam's is big like sam's is huge but they're only letting 25 people in so like if you if you try to go in right now you'll probably have to wait like 30 anywhere from like 30 to 45 minutes depending on how long people are taking yeah what time um does like the walmart and stuff there close for you guys midnight i think see for us they close at 8 30 oh so it's like if you need something like dog food or milk bread whatever like you better go before the sun goes down otherwise you're gonna have to wait until the next day yeah nah here stays open till 12 there's there's like small business businesses that close early yeah for sure there's a lot that close at eight now but I guess when you stay safe, there's a there's a a toll of thirty five thousand deaths here in the United States. So yeah, and I saw how scary. in New York they had so many people dying from it. They had to put their bodies in the back of like semi trucks, and I mean I don't know that's what they sad. did afterwards, but yeah, I was like, dang, like that's awful. All the families I have to like deal with that because they wouldn't let them have any like any type of services like they wouldn't have like they couldn't have a proper funeral and so they kind of just had to have like a little memorial for their loved ones which i'm sure was that's, not easy that's very scary yeah it's very very scary i would not want my family to go through that or see any of my family members go through that it'd be crazy yeah it's very sad it's very unfortunate but talk talking about death um there was a tragic death over the week uh little richard one of the pioneers to rock and roll passed away from bone cancer I know the original tutti fruity rock and roll superstar. <laughs> he was 87, which I think that's kind of a pretty good age to go. Like I feel like he lived a good life. Mm-hmm. And... But I read I I read an article over uh, the Rolling and that the Rolling Stones did that it was saying that he went through some like very trouble with bone cancer. So that's sad to hear. And it's very sad. Yeah. Well, and in good note. Uh, Takashi Six Nine dropped a song over the week too, called Gooba. Oh, we're we're gonna call that a good note. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he broke a record, so what? But the notes Dude, just weren't. That be something. <laughs> the notes just weren't good, you know. <laughs> like he wasn't yeah. hitting them. I personally do not like the song whatsoever. I feel like. Uh, which I kind of feel this way about a lot of his songs. I feel like they are very, um, it's just him really like yelling. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of his music, but I'm definitely a fan of the character he is. Yeah, like, I, I feel like funny. that's what sells. I think he's funny. <laughs> and he definitely has personality. Um, granted, I don't think we're going to be seeing much of it because he does have a target on his back now that he's released. Mm-hmm. Just because he, the whole. St- uh, snitching situation and all kinds of stuff for sure and 
in the video though he like clowns them he, he he clowns people that are talking trash about him he comes there's a part where he comes out as a rat because you know that's what they would consider a snitch right a, a rat in like and like the urban dictionary you can you can say uh you can you would call him a rat he comes out dressed in a like a rat and he's making he's like laughing mm-hmm. he's laughing uh, now but what do you think about him know, not um accepting um to be like what's it called like uh like witness protection like doing that program what were your thoughts on him declining that i i i would be scared of him because he the he was dealing with like gang like members like real gang members mm-hmm. like people that are crazy about that and i don't think you should play with something like that especially uh throwing up gang signs saying the gang words stuff like that and he's like he's like saying it to the public like there's millions of people watching him so right i'm sure they're looking they're looking for him at the moment but i'd be very scared i think if i if i ever did snitch on someone i definitely need some witness protection if if it was at that level i feel like i would be so scared i would not snitch if i was in that situation because i'd be like mm-hmm, yeah, my name's Bennett, sure. i'm not in it i'll just take the time martha stewart did it <laughs> so yeah. bad props <laughs> to her but i guess he he just he, i guess because he thinks he's famous and he's rich he can do whatever he wants he can get security he can do i don't know he's it's pretty dumb if you ask me. Yeah, he said that he was just going to hire his own personal security. And I was like, I don't think that's really going to do much. Because I feel like regardless, yeah. like if they want you, they're going to come and get you. Mm-hmm. And For as sure. Whoopi Goldberg said, <laughs> you in danger, girl. <laughs> For sure. Well, his song broke YouTube records for the most watched hip hop video in 24 hour span. He had uh, 43 million streams the first day, and that record was previously held by Eminem in his uh, diss track to Machine Gun Kelly, MGK, called Deadshot. Uh, he had hit 38.1 million, so yeah, that's- he went over him just by a little bit, but I, I feel like Eminem is a GOAT, so yeah, kinda- agreed. Like, I feel like also it's kind of stupid of him to be trying to like flex so hard. Because I feel like that's just fueling the fire that, like, everyone that, like, he's done wrong, all those gang members, uh-huh. I, yeah, like, that's just not it. Like, why? He's playing with his life. Literally, it's he's, like, playing a game. And he's like, oh, ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, boy, you're not going to be laughing when there's a gun put to your forehead. Uh-huh. But I don't know if you've heard the backstory to him. Um he he claims well in his Instagram live, which he also broke records and he had an Instagram live that hit two million. I think the previous record was held by a by a Spanish artist who just did a live performance and he had somewhere around three hundred eighty thousand. Well, six nine hit like two million. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's like I feel like he's the definition of they're not laughing with you they're laughing at you, at you kind of thing for sure yeah i feel like that's him because he's a character and he's getting the views but it's because of him and not because of his music what do you think about all these other rappers like chiming in because a lot of them i feel like are almost offended by how he's acting yeah, yeah for sure like he went on a, a twitter rampage with a uh, meek mill yeah 
Uh, I just feel like they see life in a different, like, I don't know. There's a different perspective to it because Meek Mill claims, I'm not very sure he's a real gangster or whatever you he wants to call himself, but he claims that he grew up in the street. He did this, he did that. So I feel like he thinks that he, I feel like he feels disrespected. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Yeah. I feel like a lot of them feel that way because I feel like a lot of people don't know. Maybe they do. Um, but there is a lot, so many people in the rap industry and in the music industry that have, they are gang members. Like not like just, Oh, haha, Like I'm a blood, you're a crib. Like we don't like each other. Like, no, nah, like they are ride or die. They grew up in the streets they will always be like they may be rich or whatever famous but they're still like from the hood and they still are like a hundred percent like still in on that and i i have a feeling meek mill is too because a month or two ago it may have been longer i don't know um he obviously everyone knows that he used well he was at a store in it was either LA or New York City and Nikki and her current husband showed up and they got into like an shouting match and her husband was like let's take this outside let's take this outside and Meek was like nah bro like if we take this outside like you're gonna get the shit beat out of you because all of his little goons were with him and they were like they're out there like I cannot stop them so if I were you I would just go and (laughs) Yeah, and I don't really know how it turned out. I mean, obviously nothing happened, but still, I was like, okay, like, I would not mess with him. But Nikki, at the same time, like, she's up there, too. Yeah, so I feel I like she's got goons. They're all in some kind of mob tie. <laughs> right, right. Well, talking about millions, um, I don't know if you know who Zion Williamson is, but he's he was the number one pick in the last NBA draft. He's really known. He's freakishly athletic, and he's well-loved in the NBA. Well, his his agent while he was in college is claiming that he was uh, receiving legal benefits to play at Duke, Nike to to play at Duke and to wear Nike and Adidas or like th- the time that he wore different pairs of shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's getting sued for almost a hundred million dollars for that by Duke. He, by no, by his ex agent. I I guess you can say. Gotcha. He's he's getting sued for a hundred million. Like, come on, dude. The kid's nineteen years old. Where's he gonna get a hundred million from? Right. Like what? But he's at the same time, who's NBA. responsible for getting him these sponsorships? Like, I, I feel, feel like, like it's his parents. Yeah, or, because me personally, if I was an athlete playing college or at a college level, obviously we're not supposed to get paid. I mm-hmm. feel like if someone came up to me and they were like, hey, I'll pay you this amount for you to wear this during your game, whether you win or lose, you still get the check. And I'm like, damn, I'm a broke college kid. Hell yeah, I'm going to do it. Like, and I most, and most, yeah, you're right. But in most of these kids, like, they grew up with nothing. Like, basketball is their life. Well, not just basketball, but just, like, college athletes in general. Like, sometimes that's the only way they can make it. Like, they grew up in crazy families, uh, crazy neighborhoods. Whatever it is, there's always something wrong. And these kids are using this as an opportunity to become someone. And obviously a little bit of money is not going to, it's not going to hurt anyone. Right. Especially when you grew up having nothing. So, I mean, I don't think, I mean, I, obviously I can understand why they're suing him because he's the one who did it, but I feel like he shouldn't really be held responsible for that. 
I mean, I see both sides, but me personally, I'm like, yeah, like, okay, like, obviously I'm not loaded. So if I had this talent and this athleticism that is going to get me somewhere, if someone came to me and they were like, oh yeah, like, here's this money, me growing up with nothing, of course I'm going to take it. Yeah, for sure. And talking about that, what do you, what do you think about college athletes getting paid? Like, I feel they bring enough, enough, like, name and revenue into the universities that they play for, Mm -hmm. that they should be receiving some kind of, some kind of benefits from them. Because, for example, this guy, Zion Williamson, uh, Duke is a, is a well-known basketball college. We already know. They're, they're usually top, like top five, we can say. But this kid was like filling arenas like as soon as he signed to them. Like this was way before the season even started. No one even knew if he was going to get to play. Like the kid was selling tickets. Like, come on. Right. Like, what do you think of that? Um, He's the reason these tickets are being sold. I mean, I get that. But at the – I feel like it just depends. I wouldn't have a problem with them getting paid, but I feel like they should – one, I'm sure since – they are on the team they get scholarship money for Mm -hmm. that so i feel like if you were to pay them i feel like yeah they deserve to get paid especially if they're like bringing in revenue for the entire university then yeah they should definitely receive something but maybe like i don't know just give them more scholarship money and then obviously if they go over they'll get that in a refund check and i feel like that would be i don't think that would be as much as an issue because it would be on paper their tuition so like yeah i feel like i don't know it personally it wouldn't bother me because i know i'm not out there training every day at eight in the morning running laps back and forth throwing up and then going to try to make my school look good on national television so i i personally don't have a problem with it i feel like it should be okay well if i was to tell you what if like the nba offered you something like some money instead of going to college, like the NBA is gonna offer you a contract to play on their second second league and uh, try to make it into their first league, because uh, a couple of weeks ago the number one recruit for high school basketball, his name's Jalen Green, he he had like the choice between uh, Memphis, the University of Memphis, uh, and the University of Oregon, like those were his schools that he was gonna choose, and he ended up choosing the NBA G League which is like the second division league for the NBA. And he got 500,000, I think, was the check that he was going to receive to sign with the NBA, basically. So like they they're, they can skip college now and go in straight into that and try to make it to the NBA like that. Oh, then I'd definitely do that. Why like, why swim over the river when I can use the bridge? Yeah. So think smarter, not harder. And it's like, obviously you lot- have to be talented for you to be able to do that so i feel like i definitely would yeah and a lot of a lot of college coaches are mad about it because they're giving kids another opportunity somewhere else but it's like why would i choose not to make money and do what i love right come on like i mean yeah i get having a degree is important or whatever but there are plenty of people out there that are doing just fine without it so for sure i don't know i yeah, I would definitely do it. I think if they have a problem with it, then they need to take it up with their university or the board of, like, athletics or whatever they have to do and figure something out because it's, like, times are changing all the time. 
So you can't like get mad when people don't want to go like I don't know, just stick to like the old fashioned way of doing things. Yeah. So well, I mean, he was the first kid to do it, so he's changing the game for the rest of everyone. Yeah, and that's probably why they're mad because they're like, oh well, if he can do it, what's stopping all of these other up and coming young athletes from doing it too? So. Yeah, preacher. Well, like right after, right? He committed. Let's say I think he committed on a Monday. Well, on a Wednesday, uh, another another top ten recruit. His name's Isaiah Todd. He chose to decommit for Michigan to join the G League. Oh, so it's like it's getting it's like a domino effect. One did it, now everyone's falling for it. Now I think they're up to like four signings now. Nah, so, I mean I don't blame them. Like it's like, like yeah, come play for us. Like you may not even get to play or make it to the other team, but we'll still pay you. Yeah, so it's like, we'll still oh, give you like, five hundred thousand. Stay in college, be in debt, stay up all night doing homework and finals, or get paid for doing what I love to do. Hmm. Decisions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Andrew, I hope you have a good rest of your day. You too. Um, this concludes another episode of Daily Tea, where we tell you what's high and what's not. But right before we finish, I'd like to invite you guys to check out one of my good friends' podcasts. Uh, the name of the podcast is The Laughing Matter, and it's available on all platforms. His name is Ryan. Please uh, take a look at his at his podcast, and we'll see you guys on an, on another episode of Daily Tea, where we tell you what's hot and what's not. Tell them we sent you. Thank you. Yes, sir.